the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Greed. in the dollar is great. It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio. I'm Troy Harmon here today again with the uh, the A team. We got Bill Laco, who is the managing director of Hensler Financial, as well as the founder of the firm and the show, Dr. Gene Hensler. Glad to be with you. Yes, good to have you again. And we also have a special guest today, Mr. Pete O'Hearn, who has been in banking for over 25 years. He's got experience as an SBA lender. Uh, He is the National Sales Manager for the Government Guaranteed Lending Team at Coastal States Bank. Coastal States uh, is is located throughout the southeast Basically, the low, low country of South Carolina, Savannah, Atlanta, North Georgia. So he's covering the southeast. Pete, good to have you with us. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, so, Bill, you wanted to talk a little, maybe, well, well, or a we, lot. Well, we had a little bill pass. Well, we had a little bill pass called the CARES Act. Right. right? Two, two trillion dollars, something, something like it's that. It's a little bill. Small, right? Not a big deal. Not a big that You guys write that kind of those kind of loans all the time, don't you, Pete? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a little bit above our legal lending limit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Look, uh, you know, uh, uh, what most people don't understand is the law got passed. And if you actually read the law, which we did, um, <laughs> it's a lot of pages. They, the government gave the SBA administration, which is going to be basically providing the support to the PPP, which is the Paycheck Protection Program, 15 days to come up with guidance. Now, my understanding is they're pretty much every day giving you guidance, but you still don't have final instructions yet. Is that correct? Yes, it's uh, it's been a very fluid process for the last five days. They have up to 15 days, but we're hoping to get delivery on kind of final program details and rollout from the SBA on the kind of the rules and regulations of the program in the next hopefully 24 to 48 hours. Well, that would be good. So it, let's just talk about the payment protection program. So what are you telling your your clients today in terms of what they need to be doing to prepare to potentially get loans. So I am one of those people who would like to get in line <laughs> because I mean, we're, we're thus far, Dr. Gene is reaching into, we call it the bank of Gene uh, where there is no lending limit <laughs> yeah, or regulation. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I mean, last week I was going to fire him this week. I like him a lot. So. Yes. <laughs> um, um, uh, you know, so what, what is the process you're telling your customers to be, you know, getting to get, you know, what documents, forms, all that kind of stuff? Sure. For, well, the most important thing is, is trying to get your uh, financial house in order at this point. I think the most into- important document to the Triple uh, P program will be your payroll file and your payroll tax filings. That, that's the important documents that we will need as a lender to do the calculation on the loan amount. And uh, basically that calculation is two and a half times their average total monthly payroll costs over the last year. For for payrolls under $100,000, correct? 
Yes, uh, good point. That's that's for anyone that has a salary at $100,000 and below. So let's say you're at a buck and a half. We're going to knock that down to $100,000 for our calculation. Got it. Okay, so every, uh, Pete, excuse me. Every so the most you can get is based on a hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, the most you can get is take all your employees. If you've got anybody over a hundred thousand, you're going to knock their level down to a hundred thousand when you're doing the calculation. Okay, gotcha. Okay, all right. And then basically, you're what? You're going to take the last twelve months, divide it by twelve, and and that's going to be your monthly average. And then you can times that in theory two and a half times. Correct. Two, two and a half times that number. And there's some other uh, payroll expenses or costs that are, can be included in that, such as health care benefits, insurance premiums. That's where we're waiting for some additional guidance on exactly what can be included and what can't be included. Yeah, so they haven't really said whether it's the employer paid part or the total cost of the insurance, right? Correct. Yeah, so there's, there's still a lot of guidance to do here. Now, my understanding of this uh, in general terms, is if you keep the employees through, uh, forgive me, is it end of July or is it longer than that? Uh, if you keep them on the payroll through the end of Ju- June 30th, right? 30, yeah, yeah, June 30th. June 30th. Then June 30th. this is no longer a loan. It becomes a grant. Is that correct? Well, the, the way the Triple P uh, program works is um, it's two and a half times your monthly average payroll. Once you're approved for that loan, the money would be dispersed, and over the next eight weeks, hopefully you'll use it entirely for payroll, because if if you do that, then you are 100% available uh, to take part of a debt forgiveness program. That'll be part of that. If you don't use it for strictly payroll purposes, there may be a couple of covered expenses that may go into that calculation as well on debt forgiveness. That would be covered expenses such as rent, utilities, and mortgage interest, all of which had to be in place prior to February 15th of this year. So as far as we know now from the guidance we're getting, that would basically go from being a loan, which has to be paid back over 10 years at 4% interest per year, to a grant that you don't have to pay back, as far as we know today. Well, well, Bill, actually, it's changed uh, since the last time we spoke on the phone. (laughs) Nice. So so the latest and greatest on that is it will be at a 0.5% interest rate. Wow. So pretty cheap money, right? Sign me up. How much can we get? Can we go more than two and a half? Yeah, Just kidding. Exactly. I'm sorry. That's a bad joke. I think there's $359 billion available, Bill. Can we snatch up some of that? Yeah. And here's the other kicker, though. The, the term of the loan went from 10 years to two years. Ah. So, so there's quite a bit of pushback right now, and that's kind of what we're waiting for from a um, outcome on the SBA side of things and the additional guidance Obviously, when they cut the interest rate and when they cut the term back, um, you know, lenders got a little concerned, right? Yeah. Um, Also puts a little bit of pressure, if you think about it, for a small business. If you end up not using the monies for payroll, then it it, it can't be forgiven. Right. Okay. It would go on to a two-year term. 
And if you think about that, a two-year term of which the first six months is going to be deferred payments. There's going to be no payments for six months. So you're going to amortize whatever that dollar amount that's not covered, it's not forgiven over a 15-month term, or excuse me, an 18-month term. Yeah, I don't like the sound of that. that That doesn't seem unfair to me in that the object of this is is to keep people employed. That's your 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 spot on. And at the end of the day, that's where we're going to do most of our lending is the folks that want to use it for payroll. It's really to put people back to work that have been laid off or furloughed or help these small businesses that have been carrying these people and not being able to, you know, do their normal sales cycle, if you will. Pete, I've uh, I've been listening to this thing pretty close, and and I know you even mentioned it's very liquid, so we don't know exactly the the end result. But uh, it seems that some lenders are having a problem with that 0.5 percent interest, uh, meaning that there's very little profit going to be in it for them uh, as a lender. Uh, but at the same time, the system might be overwhelmed. Do you do you believe? Uh, I mean, from your experience, uh, that that could be is- an issue. Well, I mean, obviously there's there's a lot of folks that are waiting to kind of participate in this program, right? Um, as far as the, the cost goes, there are some fees that are paid to the lenders by the government Good. For, Good. for participating in this program. Yeah, you can't make a you you can't cover costs at, at a half a percent. No, you're you're you yeah. at that level you're be, you're below the cost of funds. So the offset yeah. would be would be the fees that are associated on the front end of these originations. However, at the end of the day, it's a very 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 thin margin. Even well, even with your fees. To keep keep you guys in business. Well, as I, as I mentioned, we're we're going to focus primarily on the payroll and the forgiveness of that payroll. So if you think about it, it will be a short-term program for most people that go into it. They borrow the money for their payroll. They put the people back to work. They bring them back from their furloughs, or they continue to pay the folks for the next eight weeks or 10 weeks in the program, and then that debt is forgiven. Yeah, and so from your point of view as a banker, it doesn't count against your lending or your capital reserves or any of that kind of stuff, right? Risk-based lending is well. Be... It'll be a very, it'll be a, in, in the in the scheme of things, it'll be a very short-term program. Okay. But at this point, the pent-up demand, the big question mark is, is is there enough funds to go around? And that's something else that's being. Oh, concerned. they can print the money. They just print it, man. Come on, they just send a little. It's like an electron. It doesn't even. Money's American not even way. anything anymore. Come on. All right, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. I'm Troy Harmon here with Bill Laco and Dr. Gene Hensler. We also still have a special guest, Pete O'Hearn, on the line. Uh, Pete is with Coastal States Bank, and uh, he's been talking to us about SBA loans and the Triple P and EI. Who, who, I mean, in all of your life, did you ever think we'd be talking about SBA loans? Uh, Ever. No. Did you yeah. ever think we'd be shut down for a month? We're well, really six weeks now, right? Yeah. With the SBA actually administering a, a bailout? No, I did We're not. We're not making fun of you, Pete. We're just saying things really no, have changed no, in two I weeks. Gotta you tell know? You, I, I got an SBA loan to buy a wine shop <laughs> a thousand years ago. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It's been a great program for a long time. It has. I, I, it was helpful for me at the time. 
and boy, this is going to be helpful for a lot of people. Yeah. So, so Pete, so I, definitely you know, different times. One of the things I wanted to point out is that the the, the one misnomer, you know, because you hear the PPP covers you know small businesses and corporations that kind of stuff and nonprofits, and they don't really clarify off the top. None of the news media seems to want to actually read anything. But the bottom line is it only covers nonprofits that are 501c3s, which is your normal charity, i.e. Salvation Army and, right. you know, uh, uh, Center for Family Resources sure. or Cobb Chamber, not Cobb Chamber, uh, Cobb Community Foundation, those types of exactly. charities or a 501c19, which are veteran organizations. So everybody else that falls in between doesn't qualify for this program. Is that your understanding? Yeah, that is exactly my understanding at this point. Yep. So, I mean, it it is it is interesting that they made that delineation. I'm not sure what the backroom wranglings were for that, but I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall. Mm. Um, but th- th- that doesn't mean those people that fall into that category, and frankly, maybe they need the PPP and they still have a very strong economic issue, can't can't use um, the, what is called the economic injury disaster loan. Uh, oh my gosh! I know E I D L, I believe, is what their the acronym is. Um, but as I understand, Pete, this is where you would go directly to the SBA website. It's it's a fairly short form because I actually started doing it um, uh, for 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 an organization that I'm involved in that does not qualify for the 501c3. Um, it's not very long, um, but is that your understanding that uh, that's where you would go if you need more money than what PPP can provide you? Exactly. In fact, um, these, as you mentioned, direct loans from the SBA, there's no bank involvement. Uh, these loans are long-term, though. These loans have an, uh, a term of up to 30 years. Um, the interest rate that is quoted right now is 375 for for-profit small business and 275 for nonprofits. And they'll lend up to what, about they'll $2 million? Lend, they'll lend up to, yeah, exactly, $2 million bucks. That's the top-line number. So if you're in a situation where, and, and I think we were talking during the break, that uh, you can actually get the PPP as well as this, potentially, as long as you use the monies for separate things. So if you want to cover your payroll for the next eight weeks or so, go get the PPP. And if you need long-term capital for, I don't know, not sure what what that would look like, but if you need it, then this is where you would go try to find help here. Is that correct? Yeah, you want to you want to make sure you're not uh, using the same use of proceeds in each program. So, Triple P strictly for payroll for the most part, um, and uh, the EIDL program might be for short-term assets, long-term assets, something that was outside of your payroll. That uh, you know the COVID-19 uh, virus and this the situation we're in today has caused your, your, your business additional uh, capital constraints. Okay. So- hey, Pete, I, I have a question, and, and it's that um, do most small businesses uh, have the ability to quickly get their payroll, payroll numbers when they apply for a loan? A great question. I, I think most should have the ability to do so. It, it really depends on you know, uh, keeping your financial house in order. You know, so many times we tell folks on the front end of loans, you know, post-injection liquidity, 
capital reserves, very important. No better important time and lesson learned right now that people that don't have dry powder really need this triple P program sooner rather than later. Um, But, uh, you know, you you should always have your financial house in order. I know it's easy to say I'm in finance, but at the end of the day, uh, for situations just like this, you'll have the ability to pull that information together very quickly. Hey, Pete, can you give us a way that we can get in touch with you if folks had questions? Sure. I can be reached uh, at my email address, which is my first initial P is in Peter, last name O'Hearn, O-H-E-R-N, at Coastal States Bank, so C-O-S-T-A-L-S-T-A-T-E-S, bank, B-A-N-K, dot com. I'm assuming that you really don't want any additional people to call you. <laughs> well, let's, actually, that's a good question because I was going to ask this question. So, so, so from a uh, pragmatic, technical point of view, are you only dealing with your current bank customers? Are you taking new people? How are you prioritizing or is it first come, first yeah, serve? Great, or? great, great question. So, so right now, you know, prioritizing, we're helping current customers, right? Um, and at the same standpoint in that same sentence, I would say for folks listening, uh, if you have a current bank, obviously you may have a good relationship there. I would go to your current bank first. Uh, there's not every bank is going to be participating in this program. So we have heard that certain banks won't be doing uh, triple P loans. Um, some may not be uh, approved by the SBA for processing at this point, but they can apply and they can be hopefully expedited on that process. But um, yeah, we're going to help our current customers. We may help some additional folks as well. But uh, as you can imagine, uh, emails and phone calls are uh, incredible high volume in the last five days. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, listen, as the as the guidance comes out, um, are you willing to come on next week maybe if uh... – <laughs> So we can pick your brain some more about how to maneuver through these uh, shark-infested waters, so to speak? Sure. I'd, I'd be happy to schedule permitting and as, uh, as long as I still have my sanity, right? I understand. <laughs> Believe me, I, I understand. <laughs> I well, get Pete, we really appreciate you coming on. And um, I, I haven't said much because I'm, I'm learning a whole bunch. And I hope our well, listeners are. I'm glad to help in any way I can, and and, uh, hope everybody stays healthy out there. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you again, Pete, and we'll talk to you uh, next week. Thank you. Thanks again, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. You want to stop here for a quick break? Let's do that. That was very informative. That was wonderful, Bill. It was, absolutely. We're going to take a real quick break. We'll be right back with Money Talks. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. 
It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.